0: You're listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast series that syndicates for the A-List Online and my name is Andrew mackay smith hope you're well. The interview subject that I've got prepared for you today is one of my favourite guitarists of all time. It is Swedish maestro Marcus Jadel from the outfit Avitarium. Now the reason for the conversation though is to promote Avitarium's brand new album for 2019. A superb effort, as if it would be anything else if it bears the trademark guitar playing of Marcus. It's called The Fire I Long For, and you can pick that up after the 22nd of November this year. This is a good chat, but as always with Marcus, it's far too short. Nobody's fault. We just, you know, there's, I think this is one of those conversations that could have gone on for hours and hours, such as my uh, interest in Marcus's approach to guitar playing. So here he is, the one and only Marcus Jadel.
1: Yeah, now I can hear you. Yeah, sorry.
0: hi. How are you? I'm good, mate. I've, I've really been looking forward to this chat, as you're probably aware. You probably recall we had a chat, or maybe maybe not, with all the people yeah, we talked to. Yeah, but yeah. man. Yeah,
1: we talked twice.
0: Yeah, I'm, I was really looking At for. Least. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I'm a big fan of your guitar playing, man. It's got to be oh, said. You know. Thank you. So I'm happy I've happy been... to hear that. Oh, well, I've been telling you. I think I'm up to four hundred and okay. There's over four hundred podcast episodes that i've posted now a lot a lot of people from your wow that's good
1: yeah i'm i'm i'm, I'm, I'm seeing uh, quite many and listen to someone uh, it's very nice so you're awesome. doing good with the thank you mate
0: yeah. It's... yeah it's good fun it's very nice yeah it's great fun i mean i think when i first interviewed you you might have been inside of my first one of my first 10 interview subjects for the podcast episode if I remember rightly, and yeah, um, I think that's true. Yeah, and it's it's just gone from strength to strength. I think you know the relationship I've got with John is wonderful, and he uh, gives me so many great opportunities. Man, like I was, you know, speaking to Phil from Motorhead the other day, and just just oh peop- uh, yeah, you know, just people. I'm going like to listen him. to that one. Yeah, that it's was a, a good one. Yeah,
1: yeah, it was. I can imagine. Yeah, I like I like Phil. He's a
0: cool guitar player. He's a, he's a nice guy too. He's to the point, which is which is nice, you know, because he really yeah. wants you to, to talk about specific things. But you know, it's nice to talk to these guys. Like you know how it is, but you know, we listen to this music, but you often don't think you're going to get a chance to talk to the person. And yeah, God, in my travels since man, I've spoken to Peter Chris from Kiss and David Ellison from Megadeth and a yeah. whole far too many for me to mention. I'm going to miss. I'm going to you know miss out on people but um it was nice to have you in, in the first dozen or so mate because it helped me get started and um i think a lot of people have listened to that one actually by the way you should know that man oh, oh yeah. i'm happy happy to hear that
1: yeah that's very nice yeah cool i'm i'm happy for the support as well so and i'm happy that you're doing good with the podcast that's great
0: well, it's a it's a pleasure, man. It's um it's a labor of love, as you know. The, as music and anything music yeah. related is a labor of love. You 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 will know that. <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah, of course. We're not going to be coming doing it's this. A labor of love.
1: No, exactly. And it's a it's a lifestyle, and it's. A, you know, you get. It's always like you give something and you get something. You know, so it's. To me, it's. Money doesn't count. You can't count everything in money. There's a lot of things that you get in life that isn't money, but that makes your life so much better anyway.
0: Mm. Agreed. Agreed. And that's a really important point, you know, and that'll be, I'll more or less start off on that point there, but mm. I've often said that without the music- musicians the magicians the acrobats you know the weirdos and the vagra- vagrants mm. and the magicians man this world is going to stop moving forward and you're a big part of that man i mean mm. i don't i don't think people give musicians nearly enough credit for the work that that i'll focus on you man i mean your guitar playing is life affirming the fact that oh. that you've studied and you spent so long getting your craft to the point where you know i think yourself and um, josh travis from the band amure are the two you know, when I say best guitarist, you're the two guitarists that I enjoy listening to specifically for the purpose of guitar playing in 2019. You know, this new album, wow. man, you've just, you've done oh, it. Oh, thank you. You know, I just, I love how you incorporate so many different styles, man. So just thank you for, for working on your craft to the point where you've, you've man, you, you've, you've achieved excellence, really. Oh, I, thank I, you so much. I really get the feeling that there's not many styles of music you can't play.
1: <laughs> well, uh, you know, this—I have—I have, I have, have a big interest in in, uh, in a lot of different music. I can say that, and then I'm not like, you know, have you know, there, I have so big, res, such big respect for for musicians in different genres. That's like, you know, I listened to uh, Paco de Lucía the other day. You know, mm. and it's like, okay, that's something totally amazing that I could never do you know so there's so much um, so many great musicians and great players but I but I have a, I have a big interest in, in all different kinds of music I can say that and maybe that uh, helped me you know to develop de- mm. uh, what, what, I, what I'm doing and, um, and it's, it's, I'm always trying to push forward and I'm always trying to I'm not just listening to guitar players but I'm you know it's like when I listen to, let's say, like classical music, whatever, it's yeah. it also inspires me because when you hear a really good classical musician, when they play in some of their pieces, it, it can be like very melodic and it can be very technical. But it, it, when, it, <clears throat> when it's uh, one of the great mu- musical pieces, everything works together without, you know, without... Uh, can, um, in, interfering or you yeah. know messing yeah, it just up happens, each, it? each other yeah. stuff. Yeah, it happens, and it, it's yeah. it's it's you get a flow and it's just just becomes music, and that's how uh, how I want to try to uh, play when I when I play music. But, but you know, it's um, you you always I always try to keep me to be on my toes, and I try to I listen to other. Guitar players, but I, but I also get <laughs> one of the things is that I get bored with myself if I don't don't change. So I always try to to move forward and to learn new stuff and to to find new ways of playing the instrument.
0: Yeah, and that's, that's what. Yeah, that's a really important point that one there, and that's why I think you've actually arrived at the point uh, on this new album, "The Fire I Long For," where. You didn't have to tell me it was a naverium release for me to know that it was your guitar playing. You know, you and oh. uh... And because your guitar playing has a certain vibe. And, and as far as I'm concerned, you're the modern day Richie Blackmore and Gary Moore. You're that important to guitar playing, you know. Oh, thank you. What, what you're doing, I
1: think. That's big, ber- big words.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh, look, it might be a heavy cross to bear. But at the end of the day, I do think emerging guitarists, I think it's really important for emerging guitarists to know who the guitarists are to aspire to sound like and who to copy. Because you, we all do it right when mm. we're sort of, you know, between the ages of 16 and 25 or even 30. And we're developing because mm. you're not one of these fretboard wankers where you're all over, you know what I'm saying, like there are some yeah, that yeah. really well, but your stuff has feel and you're very similar. And I had this conversation with Frederick from Opeth and that you and him mm-hmm. both share something that you've got really solid phrasing. Every note mm-hmm. is crisp and it comes through and it's like a bit like what Clapton did and still does, of course, mm-hmm. you know, in the, yeah. every note. He's still great Clapton. to me. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I mean, I was listening to <laughs> White Room the other night, and I think, my God, you know, I mean, it's... You're, you're, I mean, I can hear that yeah. in your playing. You know, I can hear that that, that DNA is there in your playing. And, and young guitarists, mm-hmm. you know... I know they get into guitar playing through listening to Five Seconds of Summer and all of that stuff. Fair enough, whatever. They're the mm-hmm. gateway bands. But they've got to arrive at players like yourself and Josh Travis. They really have to if they want to really improve their guitar playing because mm. if they sit down and and if they study and they really focus on what you're doing, by association, they're going to become a better guitar playing because of the variety of techniques that you deploy across the fretboard. You know, I mean, this, this first cut, is just, man, it's it's heavy, but it's got soul, voices. And that's what I love about it. You've managed to find the meeting point between really crushingly Candlemass-style heaviness, but it's still got some groove and soul to it. And that, that movement, mm. and then of course, Jenny's voice right across everything, it's just got that Messiah my colon thing happening. And it's just, you know, you, you've, you've done it. I mean, you're really doing it at the moment and it's inspiring to people, man. I hope other interviewers give you that feedback. I know I'm at a bit of an advantage because I'm a fan, but also because I'm a musician. But it's mm. so, so important, I think, that in this world of, you know, we, we, we do have a lot to distract us, courtesy of social media. But really for young people, boys and girls, there's nothing more important in terms of an individual pursuit, turn off the bloody you know, turn off the internet connection if you have to and play the guitar or the bass or the drums <laughs> and lean yeah. into it because it makes you a better human being it makes you a better yeah. person
1: man. yeah really, you know to me that's that's really true because uh, without music I don't know where I would have been and you know, working with music is, is a way to challenge yourself and uh, to push boundaries and to to me, it's been so important, just to you know, to face fears and all these kind of things, hmm. and it's and and it's developing the the brain in, in good ways <laughs> for me anyway.
0: Yeah, exactly. So so,
1: yeah. so so I think it's yeah I think that's a very good point. And but I'm, I'm thinking when when you said like about, uh, I'm, I'm very happy when you when you said that you can recognize my playing because that's been mm-hmm. something that I really wanted to uh, to express, you know, my own voice, and uh, it's been important for me because uh, all all the players that I love and adore, you, you, all that that's one of the cool things with the old players, I think, mm-hmm. like the old school players, like Clapton or um, Gilmore or Blackmore or you know mm. Angus Young or whatever, you, they can play one note and you can hear, okay, that's That's them, or BB King is the really good example of that. But you know, so so to me it was like, okay, I want to try to be more personal. I want I want to, and and how how can I be that? And for me, one of the things I had to do was like technical wise to turn down like the distortion and try to make it a little bit harder for myself, to because when when you use equipment that makes it too too easy to play, for me like. Yeah, you have a lot like of so. you have, yeah you have, you have you have like the perfect compressed distorted uh, modern like amp and you have a guitar that's like totally you can play whatever you want to play on it you know to me it it gets um it gets too easy and, and and i lose inspiration and uh, i get less personal so that was one of the things uh I've been doing more and more to, to make it a little bit harder for myself. And that's also maybe one of the reasons why I use a lot of different tunings and that kind of stuff on the albums to, to not be, to be a little bit out on the deep water and not always know, sometimes I don't even hardly know what key I'm playing in, (laughs) so I just have to trust my ears and, you know, try to find something, you know, bend, bend your way and find notes that maybe you wouldn't find otherwise
0: yeah you're so a I purist. think it's a cool yeah. thing
1: to challenge yeah I think it's important to challenge yourself you know as a musician
0: you know if you don't if you don't mind me saying i think one of the best things you did recently was leave sewan, and the reason for that is because I thought oh. sewan's music that sounded too much like tool for my use, and it was a band to be out of all, of the, I know you. You know the Doomsday Kingdom. You're doing a lot yeah. of stuff. It was the band that you yeah. were a part of that I found hardest to get into. But because it was your guitar playing, I found myself forcing myself to listen to it. But it was just too similar mm-hmm. to Tool, and I thought that that yeah. took away from the originality that you really do have within your playing. Do you do you agree with a statement like that?
1: One, yeah, well, I would say like one of that's the reasons why we didn't uh, continue to play together. You know they great musicians all of them and and, and uh, it's, it's a it's, it's a great band but I, I wanted the band to continue where uh, from where we started when i started the band with Likaya to be more hmm. psychedelic and to be more experimental and to you know be more emotional and uh, less toolish and me- less like modern or uh,
0: yeah I know. kind it's, of uh, yeah, the you really know mo- modern
1: in a way that's like to me it's to, a tool to you know I'm, I, I've listened to tool and it's uh, I think the 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 soundscape they are painting is quite interesting but the, the songs to me get a little bit gets a little bit boring I'm more into like you know songwriting like in in, in the more like in more like Beatles or Sabbath or yeah, th- these kind of guys, exactly, you know, yeah. that kind of songwriting or Neil Young or uh, Crosby, Sister Nash, you know, that, that kind of tradition is, is more uh, what, what I think is fun to listen to and, and what gets me ticking, you know.
0: Yeah, you can hear so, that. You can definitely hear that. And that's, that's why I think it, it, and I can totally understand why your services would be in demand. But it just—it's—I can really hear, and I do feel as though um, this album here, "The Fire I Long For," now I've—I've I've had it for a couple mm. of weeks, and I'm reticent to say mm. this, but I do think—and I, you know, I loved Hurricanes and Halos. I still listen to that album, but I have a mm. feeling you might have—you might have taken it up to the next level here with this one here. Oh, you know that, and that's—that's a, that's a big statement because I think Hurricanes and Halos was, as you know, I feel it was one of the albums of two thousand and seventeen. But oh. I think you've—you've you've managed yeah. to pull it in. You know the boundaries are even broader now. Mm. So you've got you've got the slower songs. So I've been listening to it in the car, so I can't can't tell you the names of the songs off the top of my head. But mm. um, you've got the slower songs that lean into the soul, and you let Jenny's voice really carry it. But then you've got the crushingly heavy stuff that all of the heavy <laughs> metal fans out there can really sink their teeth into. And so you're really taking people on a journey on this album, man. It's it's I wouldn't call it a roller coaster. It's more like a voyage. You know, an interstellar voyage. Oh. You know? Oh,
1: I'm happy to hear that. You know, it's we really wanted to. I think when we talked about doing this album, we wanted to. We wanted to be more heavy than Hurricanes and Halos. Get more more back to the Doomy stuff, but also mm-hmm. move further on, like with bringing more bluesy stuff, even like gospelish kind of like dark gospel things, uh, and uh, even some, you know if you call it Americana or whatever you want to call it, like, mm. you know, these cross pieces in Nash. I'm, I'm, a big Steven Stills fan. Actually, I've okay. been listening to him quite much last years and, uh, Jimmy page and, and, uh, Steven stills, they use this open tuning that is kind of interesting. So like a song for like lay me down is is a homage, maybe to, to d- these two guys. And, um, Sweet. So, so we want to bring in the heavy stuff, we wanted to bring in the more psychedelic stuff, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and um, I also wanted it, you know, I wanted this album to feel to be big and fat and I, w- I wanted to feel like electric, sparkling electric, you know, the guitars. I wanted, I really try, worked a lot with the guitar sounds to make it like, I wanted the guitars yeah. to pop out of the <laughs> speakers, you know, and, and really feel. This is electric stuff. This is electricity. This is not ones and zeros in a computer. This is yes. electricity. Electricity can kill you, but it can also. There's a lot of power and electricity. That's what I wanted to bring out. So there's a lot of big amps, a lot of high volume going on. And, you know, it's, it's a lot of... I'm pushing a lot of electrical equipment <laughs> as much as I can to get all these. I
0: can hear that. These
1: big sounds.
0: <laughs> how, how, what, what's the what's the effect or the distortion pedal that you've used on voices? Because that's huge. That is just thick.
1: Oh, uh, I think I think uh, because I, I'm I'm using I'm playing through an old uh, on that song. I'm I'm playing through my old seventy three. Marshall Super Bass, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, as far as I remember, I'm, yeah, I, I actually used uh, the old Boss Octaver. Really? <laughs> <'Cause>, yeah, because <laughs> I haven't go. used that for a long time. Yeah. yeah. And it, and it's because I, I've been using uh, some other octavers; that are more precise. But this one is it's not like hundred percent precise. So in that, because of that, it gets fatter. <laughs> you know, mm. the sound gets fatter because of that. And so I'm using that boss octaver and um and um I'm using two different fuss pedals as far as I remember.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, also as well. Uh as far as I remember, it's been a while since I recorded it. But I'm quite sure I used this uh I have this it's called actually I have it here, uh Burgeon the Buzzhorn fuss. Okay. It's a barefoot fuss and and then uh, the second one I can't really remember which one it was. And then I'm using ribbon mics. Okay. Uh, yeah. When I record it, so, so um, yeah. But it, 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 there's a lot of things going on. So are you are you <laughs> like in the... with the microphones and with preamps and everything?
0: But are you in the same? Are you in the tracking room? So are you in a like? Are you in a control room and when the amplification is set up in another room? Or are you are you in the same room when you're actually recording? No,
1: I've, I can't be in the same room because it's loud, crazy loud. Yeah. I can hear that it's loud. It's like, yeah. yeah, Because when I, if you go into that room with the amps, or sometimes it's two amps. But I, but on this song, I, I think I just used one amp. I'm, I'm experiencing a lot. Sometimes I use like two amps and. You know, a lot of cabinets and a lot of microphones. But on this song, I actually just used one amp, one cabinet, one microphone. But I I switched uh, pedals between the songs. I might also have been used like a treble booster or something like that. Because I use that sometimes now, these days.
0: And what is that? Is that like a classic Les Paul that you used on that one? Uh, I actually use... I have a, I have my,
1: I have an old Studio Les Paul that I, um, that I bought like '96 or something. It's, 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 I think it's from '95, '96 when the Studio Les Pauls were really, really good. It's, it's a good year,
0: yeah,
1: for that. Uh, and, and that guitar, I switched microphones to P90s. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, right yep. before that recording, you know the P90s, because mm-hmm. uh, I'm a big. Uh, Mountain fan and Leslie West. He, Leslie
0: West, he,
1: yeah, yeah. So he used the P90s. And uh, so, as so I was like, okay, this guitar is just it's, it's a great guitar, but it's just sitting, I'm not using it that much. Let's try to put on new microphones on it. So, I so I, so I did, and, uh, and now that guitar sounds crazy cool. So, so it's uh, my Les Paul studio with P90s actually.
0: So, do you, are you still doing a lot of production work as well? I take it you would be because you've, you've got a lot of knowledge about this stuff.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm doing quite much. Uh, I have a big interest in you know how to record stuff and how to how to make it sound as good as possible. So yeah, so that's that's actually what I do. You know when I'm and I'm not touring that much either. Yeah. Because uh, I, get, I i I got a son one one and a half year ago. Me and Jan Jan.
0: Oh good on you, mate. So
1: yeah. thank you. Yeah. So I'm I'm very I'm very happy about him. It's a great little guy and <laughs> it's uh, it's busy. So I've
0: got two daughters, mate. It's bloody it just adds so much to your day though, doesn't it? <laughs> <You> know, it's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy.
1: But it's fun, you know. So so but but I'm happy. So I have a studio quite close so I can go here and work and and then I can uh, spend time with him. So 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 the last one and a half year I haven't been touring. And I'm very happy about that because Mm. I've been touring a lot in my life and, but um, so so I've been able to spend a lot of time, you know, the first time with my son, but of of course I'm going to be touring again, but I'm, I'm happy that I could work, you know, and produce music in the studio and still be able to pay my rent. So, so that's, that's good. I love to produce, you know, it's, 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 you know, I, I can spend nights you know, trying out guitar sounds and different micings and different amps and different things, you know. So Mm. I'm a little bit... (laughs) I can... can, I'm a little bit of a crazy head that way.
0: (laughs) How how do you you go then? Because I take it uh, Australia and Sweden have got fairly similar heavy music scenes. Um, Do you get a lot of those Mm. young, young deathcore and metalcore bands wanting your services?
1: Not much, actually. Um... I'm 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 mainly working with um, i have been working very much with Leify Adling with different things with him.
0: Okay, yeah. Yeah
1: uh, and uh I, I think uh and, and then I'm have been doing some like progressive stuff and uh, but not that much
0: hmm.
1: uh, much of that. I'm 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 also like kind of usually I, I kind of uh choose my own stuff that i want to work with and i I, i'm i'm getting some i'm I'm, sometimes i'm getting some people approaching me with but they when they want more like modern uh, you know like totally edited stuff Mm -hmm. and then and then i tell them like this is not
0: it's not your thing
1: what i do it's Mm -hmm. not my thing my my thing is like I, i try to to make people perform in the studio and get good takes and make it more human so to speak i i, I get very bored you know with uh, editing <laughs> drums or whatever to me it's, I, I i prefer to rehearse you know it's more fun to rehearse i have a studio where you, the drummer can rehearse to backgrounds we can rehearse for a, a long for a t- some time and then we can range the drums whatever even e- either like Rehearsal space together, we, or he can be in the room and I put some mics up and we play to the backgrounds and we arrange, you know, together everything and then we record it. Mm. And then we have a good take that's like that feels more natural and um, more it's it's it it has more energy and you know it's more musical to me than to just edit good text to me that's so boring so some of these maybe some maybe some of these younger bands uh don't want to work that way i don't know
0: yeah
1: i talked to you sorry, but it seems like you know the younger generation are also starting to get it more than Sometimes I feel that younger generation is getting it, will get it more than my generation now. Because many in my generation, they are getting scared. You know, they go going into the studio and they're like a little bit scared. You know, from for the mistakes and everything. To me, it's like I always try to keep the <laughs> keep as much as possible. You know learn the song and then you play it and hopefully there will be some wrongs in it that will make it more interesting
0: <laughs> I, I, I mean. agree with you totally but I guess there's this thing with thumb and you're right about it not being a generational thing it's really an attitude thing I think, but I I do speak to a lot of young bands and I'm not a massive fan of deathcore and metalcore, it must be said, but I do like to talk to Mm. these young guys because they are the future. You know, these guys, these are the guys that are 21, 22 and they'll be playing hopefully well into their 50s, 60s, 70s, whatever it might be. But, you know, I've mentioned you a couple of times to them in terms of the sort of sound that they could achieve because you can have your guitar tone on some of these albums. Like if I'm listening to Mm. Thy Art Is Murder, an Australian band, you've probably heard of them um uh, so they're crushingly heavy right but i just feel like they need an extra dynamic you know so if yeah. i was if i was if i ever got a chance to chat to those guys i'd say look mm-hmm. have you ever thought about adding new dynamic like putting in some more traditional guitar solos and stuff over the top rather than just doing this very futuristic deathcore thing that you're doing because man i tell you what you can't listen to it for more than 20 minutes in one sitting i know i yeah. can't and that's a real issue yeah, but you
1: know i would love yeah i would love to do that you know it's it, really because it's um um it, it would be a challenge for me and i think it would be a, a really good match you know to <clears throat> to get the great energy from a young band but to bring in some some more like uh, musical way of thinking if you can combine this all the energy and and ag- aggressivity with mm. With with the musical m- with music, you know, musical thoughts and mu- musical feelings and all this kind of stuff, then it, it can be really interesting music. I think you always need that. Yeah, you need you need all kinds of, you know, all kinds of colors to make music interesting.
0: Yeah, you're right about some of the younger guys too. About a year ago, I had a chat to Oscar from uh, the Vintage Caravan, who are from an Iceland oh, band. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, we but- toured with them.
0: Yeah, he's a, he's a great young fella, man, and he knows what it's all about. Yeah. He's a bit like you in terms of his approach to guitar playing, I think. Well, certainly that's how it sounds. Um,
1: yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a great guitar player, nice guy as well.
0: Yeah, they certainly struck me as, a, as an awesome guy, and and from our conversation, and and I think it's really cool to see these young fellas coming through who really have that grasp of like you know they get the Richie, you know they get the Richie Blackmore thing that went off into yeah. the Michael Schenker thing that became the Metallica thing that then there's a whole bunch of other bands that came along in the '90s and 2000s after that. You know they really get the the dots if you know what I'm saying. So they understand. Yeah, really. Yeah, really,
1: I'm, I'm, I really agree. The, the the thing is, you know. Uh, I'm I'm happy to see all these you know young bands doing that, and then I just hope that a lot of them re- continues to find also continues to find you know really their own sound to bring in the you know like what Black Sabbath did with the, they 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 loved like you know they came from the Beatles tradition or this kind and this kind of stuff and you know, like rock and roll you know you can hear Ozzy sing all the <laughs> like. Rock and roll songs on all the recordings, or whatever. So they they like the rock and roll, they like the Beatles and everything. But they found their own uh, approach to it, you know, and really did something unique. That's mm. when you really, you know, when you really, when you can reach that, then it's really amazing. Which is very hard, but you know, it's always good to set up a goal like that. I think because mm. if you have a tradition with you, you have a good tradition, and then you find like, okay, mm, let's twist it a little bit and do it. A little bit like this and then you yeah. can find something really unique and and uh, you know powerful i think
0: well that's a, that's an important point and look i i play covers i'm playing this saturday actually um so I've, mm. i don't know how many songs cover songs i've learned over the years but it'd be well over a thousand. <laughs> okay. i don't know yeah as a bassist and one of the things that i tell a lot of young fellas too is learn other people's music so Yes, sit down and listen to George Harrison's guitar playing, listen to how he did it, find out the amp that he used okay, and try to replicate it through any one of these online applications. You can plug into Pro Tools and Avid and all this stuff and just find out because I think that, do you agree with this statement that you you do become a better player by learning other people's music that have gone before you? So say for example, you no doubt know a bunch of Richie Blackmore riffs, so do you think that really helped you become the guitarist you are today?
1: yeah i think it's of course it's it's important to uh, to know about how the guitar players and and uh, as i said like learn the tradition but then it's also i i, I listen as uh, i usually i've been listening a lot to different guitar players and not necessarily always you know learning every single note they played but listening to them and trying to understand their ph- philosophy yeah and uh, listening to the players they liked, you know, and and then now and then you pick some phrase. Okay, why 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 does this sound uh, excellent? Okay, they're playing this note uh, like this with a vibrato like that, or with that chord is played behind, you know. And sometimes you try to figure out, like, okay, why why is this? Why does this phrase make me <laughs> extremely, you know? Uh, happy or <laughs> whatever you know what is it about mm. this particular thing that that gets me going so to speak so I, sometimes i try to figure out that and but to me learn history and then try to uh, don't don't be just be a copy try to put your own uh, stuff in it also because you, you can also hear when a guitar player just are like uh, repeating uh, licks you know that, that can also be you know there's a lot of players that just like they know every lick in the book and it's like okay that's the clapton lick okay that's the blackmore lick you know if you need to play it from your heart and you need to find your own uh, way of doing it and yeah. you know and find your own timing timing is as important as as you know uh, vibrato everybody's talking about i oh, create vibrato but you know the timing is even more important but yeah. when you when you can le- when you when you can learn to to work with the timing you know sometimes play behind sometimes play uh before you know to to make the timing that's a great powerful tool actually uh, but then you need to be uh, then you need to learn to really have, you know, know know what it wants in the <laughs> twos and threes and fours or whatever kind of
0: yeah you, get you know it. Yeah, you definitely you, you need
1: you need it, yeah. to get it you need to get it in your body you know and be to be free you know wow. So I would say, and then that's that's a good way to listen to jazz players and these kind of guys because they can really play with that.
0: Absolutely. Well, yeah, you, you've, you've, you've read my mind on the next point I was going to make, which is as a bassist, of course, I've got to lock in with the drummer, as you well know, Um and you know yeah. the bloody drummers I've worked with that simply do not understand the relationship between the one, the two and the three and the four is incredible you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they do not understand that there's an and in between the one and two and and I'm a big fan of disco bass players like Sheik, um, Bernard Edwards yeah. from Sheik and Brothers Johnson man and when you I listen to them all the time right like I'm almost obsessed yeah. some days I just have them on repeat in my headphones my Apple AirPods yeah. you know and because I want to understand how they did things because they've got such impeccable rhythm and technique yeah. to, to really get into the rhythm them and it's it yeah it just I can really tell when a drummer's been listening to too much ACDC and they're just rushing the beat you know that rushing the beat thing and I'm like can you stop that <laughs> it's killing the vibe it's killing the groove whatever well, yeah, well,
1: yeah, yeah. it's a, you know it's a time and place for everything but you know it's like oh god yeah totally you know it's uh, you know dr- drum and drumming is that's a totally whole universe to me you know i also yeah. tend to like the old school drummers more because they got more of a jazz touch they got more of the swing in their playing i, I like drummers that have a, has a little bit of swing But really. well, whatever you know yeah. it depends you know different music different uh, approach you know that's also one thing but one one i, I think we have to stop because i think we're oh, running shit. all the time but one one yeah. good example is well, drummers is i never heard anyone play paranoid with like Sabbath and make it sound good except Bill Ward playing it on the original
0: <laughs> it oh, always great. sounds
1: yeah. like it always sounds like mm, doesn't it's no groove it's it's not fun the song sounds boring but when you listen to Bill Ward playing it because he's, he has swing in it or you know and it's mm. like it's like he has this like kind of half shuffle half straight beat going and when you when you hear him play it and the band play it together you know how they work together it's like wow yeah, it sounds incredible. amazing. It's such a simple song, but you need to play it correctly. And that's I never I never heard any drummer except him play it <laughs> like that. Mm. And I heard many drummers play that song. Well, <laughs>
0: you mate, know. Yeah, you're right. Well, you know I'm a okay. fan. Good luck with everything. It's awesome to talk to you again.
1: It's very nice to talk to you. I wish we could talk a little bit longer.
0: We'll catch up again. Uh, you know, we'll make yeah. this, uh, <laughs> every time you got a new Let's album do. or a tour out, mate. We'll definitely be chatting.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm always available. Available. It's always nice to talk to you, and I really appreciate your, you know, support for my music and everything. It's it's really great to hear, and you, know, you have a no lot of good points.
0: No, thank you, mate. No worries at all. Really appreciate it, man. And uh, thank you so much again. And good luck with everything, eh? We'll chat again. Yeah, let's do.
1: Have a good evening. (laughs)
0: No worries. We have a great day.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, brother. Bye. Bye. Thanks, brother. Thanks.
0: You've been listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast series that syndicates for the A-List online, and my name is Andrew Mackay smith That interview subject was the one and only the Swedish maestro on guitar, Marcus Jadel, from the outfit Avaterium. Thanks so much for listening.